Yes, hi, hey, hello, g'day, and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. This week, the F3 is still yellow and navy. We discuss our first win of the season in the F3 derby. We look ahead to Wellingong away, and of course, we answer your questions. I'm Pete, and I'm joined by Luke, Josh, and Morrow. Fellas, fellas, fellas. Yo! How good? How's life? How's things? How good a winning pod Tuesday? Did someone say? Did did what, someone what say? What kind of pod is it? I think it's a winning pod! Baby! Oh, yes. It's too easy. It's too easy, this football arc, and um, I'm loving every second of it. I like the Jets being an easy three to start the season. <laughs> hey, how good? How good? Don't mind Apologies if do. in advance for the maybe throat clearing, but I don't know about <laughs> you three, but my, my voice is still a bit shook. If after someone Sunday. could send some strepsils or um, yeah, donate some strepsils to the Coast Football yeah. Ramble GoFundMe, that'd be awesome. I don't know if it was easy. It wasn't that easy in the stand, so uh, I'd have to say it was fun, but easy. It was wet. And cold and we, we we can't get away from the rain at the moment. Mm-hmm. Well, but we can't stop doing it, can we? Because surely no. the reason they're getting over the line is their twelfth man, men, ladies, <laughs> and women. They, you, them, Aaron. everybody. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah, yeah, the lot. All right, let's dive into it this week with Fred's question. As always, Fred this week asks: uh, the team put in a good shift in the first round, but there is still work to do. What would you like to see changed for our next game? I think it's got to be the obvious. It's got to be Niz. Back to normal position, which I still don't really know where that is, whether it's on the wing or in the midfield, mm. um, because all all reports seem to point towards that Matty Simon was a pretty late withdrawal, I think, yep. which I think Monty said in the post-game presser. So it seemed, seemed to be a bit of a last-minute throw together what happened on the weekend with the formation and having Niz sort of up the front or as a more of a false nine sort of a thing. Um, but, yeah, I would put Niz back to... Niz back to the wing, Matty Simon up top. Uh, or, or, Who do you take off the wings? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe Niz back into the midfield and Maxi Ballard has to make way even after a really good really good performance. Mm. Yeah, it's tough because uh, he di- it could have gone quite awry actually, and uh, in the first half Niz was pretty quiet, but um, it certainly lit things up in the second half. So yeah, where where would you put him at? That that's a really hard decision for Monty to make. And uh, how good is that that he's got hard decisions to make about selections immediately after round one? Um, yeah. I mean, there's this bloke Nikolai Muller who plays for our club. Um, yeah, who, I know. <laughs> he's almost been forgotten, hasn't he? He's almost a forgotten man. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. So, but he's probably the most experienced player. Well, Marco Aranha who he's scored a World Cup, Cup, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe yeah, don't know. But um, yeah, we've got nice problems to have, and uh, Monty. You'd be loving that. I think the only change that I'd like to be uh, or like like to see ahead of the next game is uh, is Kurt Adams. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! Yes. Get him away what from our game. Horrible referee. <laughs> what do we my have to god. do to not have this guy as a ref? What 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 odds do you make for him to be appointed for our game this week? Dollar <laughs> one. The love of God. <laughs> did even. they get any yellow cards? They did, but yeah. the, uh, the inconsistency in which he does things 
I know. Drives me insane. I know. There was a, plenty of jersey grabbing similar to the first yellow card. Uh, uh-huh. There was some bloke whose name I probably can't pronounce who went absolutely ballistic when he didn't get a decision. And this was... What, the, Defin- bearers, the bearers love tap on the Greek bloke? No, C- not C- even Travis. that guy. There was the, uh, another guy whose name... Mikhail Detsky. Mikhail Detsky. Did I get that right? The and Georgian. See, this is the worst thing. That was the most obvious free kick in the world. And yeah. he, he didn't give it. He had every right to blow up. Probably Definitely. W- probably went over the top. Probably should have got a yellow, but it was 100% a free kick. So he's got two things wrong in the one exactly. in the one go. Yes, but definitely a yellow card regardless of the free kick and uh, definitely, you know, plenty of other opportunities for that yellow card to go to a Newcastle player who did the same or committed the same offences. And no, 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 This was no, a no, big no. bugbear of mine, which, I mean, we just might as well get into it. But Benny gets a yellow card in the mm. first, I don't know, well, it was 15, 20 minutes or so yep. for... A bit of a Drag yank back. and a grab or whatever. He grabs a guy's shirt. It's a yellow card. I'll, I'll Fine. accept it. I'll All accept good. It. And then Cy Goddard, the exact same thing, if not worse, happens. Not three minutes later, he wins the ball off Riley, Riley Wallen, wins the ball off him, is away. He throws his arms around him and then, he, and then like he drags him back. No card. Gets a talking to. Tut, 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 tut. Urenia, nutmegs Yerman, he's off. Yerman smacks him in the face. Yeah. No card. Nothing. What what are you doing? <laughs> what game is he watching? Oh, how about when he got in the way when we were on, a, on the counter? Oh, that was great defense. That he, he was made. he was right in the way. He's like, does this <laughs> guy talk- just want to be in the? Like, does he just want to be the center of attention in he the game? He defended better than bloody Jason Hoffman. All right, was to that, be fair, was but- that shot on target that he defended? I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think it was. Yeah, it was a good shot too. Rainy day, skids off the surface in the I, net. I can't remember the last time a referee in like a professional game has gotten in the way that bad. Like Especially in that kind of in, attacking situation. Right in front of the goal, in front of yeah. a shot. Like, what the f- what the hell? He has no control. No. Nah. No control. And last thing on the ref, and then we'll get like, into the game. But <laughs> when there was a melee, uh, the second one, the Ooh. first one I didn't, I didn't notice it as much. But when you when Valentino Yule nicks or kicks Spiras, I think it was a little bit naughty, but <laughs> not sort of the end of the world, there's a big sort of a blow-up. He's right in the middle of all the players trying to push and shove each other. Fool. Get out of the way. Get yeah. out of the way. Step back and let observe. Let it happen. Yeah. Observe. And then you give your cards and all that sort of stuff. How can he How can he fairly judge what's about to happen when he's standing in the middle of it? He's got players behind him, players in front of him, players to his left and right. And he's right in the middle of it. And if you watch the replay, Beerus actually gives him a two-hand push. Like, get out of the yeah. way so I can get to this bloke. And he's just in the middle of it. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane refereeing. Action Crazy aims. Stuff. Action aims. Yeah, that, that wasn't all, though. The little um, love tap from uh, Beerus on the way back uh, on to, tell me the other guy's name. Sia Trevanas. Sia Trevanas. He, uh, he fell down there like he'd been shot. Yep. Uh, sniper. And then, and then yep. it, it took five minutes. Who was a sniper in the stands? It, it took five minutes for the jury to discover that yeah, nothing happened. Th- that Way too long. But then yeah. they decide there was a VAR call. Uh, that they checked with Urania's, I think he was, he was, I think he got flagged, but they still checked it. The, it was like that. Yep. They yep. looked at the VR for two seconds. And, and gave and a penalty to Adelaide. I oh, know it was ridiculous. Free kick Hawthorne. <laughs> like, and then, it, and yeah, then you're right. Then it takes him th- three minutes to work out that he hasn't actually been punched <laughs> when it was blatantly obvious the first time of the rewatch. Mm. Like, just. Uh, and honestly, that is simulation. Like, she should have got a card. That's, that's simulation. Like, yeah, yeah, should have got a card. Another example of no card. But he did make two good decisions. He twice caught a goal for the Mariners. Yes. 
<laughs> You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. You boys come up with a good question. Let's dive right in. Of course, it did finish the Central Coast Mariners to Newcastle 1. Fellas, let's talk about this. I, I was a little bit surprised that oh. about at, at the result. I was a bit I was a bit on edge going into the game because after watching that Western game last week, that front four for Newcastle looked pretty good. Mm. And I thought we started better, but I thought for the majority of that first half, they had the slightly better of the the possession, the chances, a few times down the wing. Daniel Pena is head and shoulders is by good. far the best player. Oh, yeah. Had about three or four balls in behind our defence. A couple of times, Birgitte read them really well. A couple of times we defended them really well. Kai and Ruan put it, basically picked up sort of where they left off from last season, I think. Um, but yeah, I thought in the first half they they probably had the slight better of it. I'll give them fifty percent. But Josh, help me out here. What, what was your prediction in this game last week, uh, Boise? I think it was a draw. Yeah. What was yours, Pete? Uh, I think I might have said two one we, Central Coast. And Josh, Aaron, Pete, and I, and I all had two yeah, one us. Just so quietly, so three no out of four. Boise's left out. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why the you're experts on the panel Boise. here. All right, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sign us up, Paramount. <laughs> Our one and only time for the season. <laughs> Yeah, no, they did. I'll give them 50% of that first half as well. We started really well, had some good opportunities. They then, you know, came into it more. Pena had some really good touches. He is good. And uh, they did look dangerous. Um, but um, we heard them bad in the second half early oh, on. We came out absolutely firing. I don't know what Monty said to him in the sheds after the game, but uh, at, at halftime, I should say. Go and kick them harder than you did in the first half, I think, is probably what he said. Yeah, yeah well, and, you know, And, and stick them with the consistency. Last last week, I'm pretty sure I was talking about how, you know, Elsie or German or I don't know, who's that goalkeeper? Um, Duncan. Some, some Duncan. nobody, Duncan. Um, yours, yours, all this kind of stuff. Well, Grozos loses the ball, makes Again. it Ballard. Um, uh, next, it's German, who's a turnstile, followed by <laughs> Elsie, who can't keep pace with Nizzy, who just, you know, makes him look foolish. Look, in in defence of myself here, I did, make, <laughs> I did make two predictions last week that did come true. Dodgy defence. Mm-hmm. Costa Grozos is not all that. You did, yeah. I did no, say those two on, things last on. week, yep. right? I think Grozos, Maxi Ballard heard you. I think so. <laughs> so Grozos lost the ball against Weston, led straight to a goal. Loses the ball again against us. Thanks a great word for Maxi. Leads straight to a goal. And I'm surprised it's taken us this long to actually get to this. Josh Nisbet's take a bow. Wow. Like how, how long? 41 games exactly is exactly how long, but it feels like forever. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been happier for a player to score a goal. I like, am not ashamed to admit I had tears in my eyes. The when, noise the noise when oh, we scored is probably one of the loudest mate. for the amount of people oh, that I were there. Yeah. I just got chills. I just got chills again. <laughs> got fucking goosebumps. One of the loudest we've made, I think. Super excitement. And, and it was long-lasting excitement. I don't want to move on from it in this podcast no. yet because it was superb. And I don't say anything about um, Duncan and his poorness, but he was poor. But mm. Nizzy did exactly what you want your striker to do in that situation he took it first time as soon as you do that then the goalkeeper's in doubt if you take a touch there the goalkeeper's got time to set himself you're mm. a bit wider you don't have all the opportunities and he takes angle. it first yep. time and, I, and uh, Duncan was not good enough no I think that that was the run that Urania wanted Niz to make in the first half a couple mm. of times because yeah. you could see there was one point where they were almost in, in that exact sort of the same position and Niz didn't quite make the run and then you're and then Urania lost the ball because he wanted to play the pass and you could see Urania telling him, run there. That's exactly where I want you. 
and that's how we scored. Nizzy's football brain on show right there. Yeah, I mean, the kid's playing – well, he's not really a kid now. How was he, 21 or something? Kid. May as well be a kid. Still young. Um, kid. Playing in a position that he's never played in mm. from as, sort of like as far as what we know. Um, like Harper and that in the commentary was saying, you know, he's playing as an out-and-out striker, which I, I don't think he – No, I don't agree with really that. I don't think that was the plan. I think mm. that just sort of ended up happening a couple of times. He ended up being the last man, which – Ideally, probably we don't want. We probably, probably out of enthusiasm as much as out of positioning. Yeah. Yeah. And I think out of Marco's natural tendency to drop deeper. Yeah, yeah, possibly. And, you know, we played long balls up there a couple of times and he has to face Elsie and Yerman in the air. Just <laughs> not going to happen. Six, right? foot, six foot centre backs versus yeah. five foot two Nizzy. <laughs> yeah, so with all with all that in mind, I think we, we still did really well despite the late changes. I mean, you know, we still had those few half chances in the first half. Marco Urania's one that goes wide. Ron puts in two good balls in the first sort of 15 minutes for him. Um, there was the Encololo chance that um, was blocked on the edge of the box. Um, I'm surprised Ams didn't get in the way of that one. <laughs> Centre of attention. <laughs> saw a bit of criticism actually coming through for that Marco one-on-one in the first half where, uh, where he sort of hooked it a little bit wide or, or dragged it a bit wide. Bit harsh on him, I'd think, in the conditions. Bit harsh in the conditions. The yeah. conditions. He, he does seem to get the ball stuck under his feet a lot. If you look at the replay, though, the ball held up so much on the yeah. pitch. Like, it was not rolling freely. And someone, someone on the forum was saying, oh, no, watch a replay. It was rolling freely. The pitch was perfect. I'm like, no, uh, so. was it? No. You've got to have that balance there because the, the fact is that if you want to um, be dribbling like he was, you've got to have the ball close to you. You've got mm. to have the ball mm. close, as close as possible. And so, yeah, it was too close when he went for the shot, but that, that can happen on a dry pitch, let alone in the conditions that were up there. Mm. Um, yeah, no, nah, I don't really accept that criticism. He, My only criticism is that I wanted the ball to roll faster after Niz put it away. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed to take too long oh, to get to the goal. just standing there in the crowd <laughs> like <Slow motion>. everyone's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's that anticipation. I had Brennan Vosvik jump on my back as soon as it crossed the line. I'm carrying him around the bay. Mm. <laughs> Actually, a random gotta, dude was cuddling me and I was like, yes! I was grabbing anyone and everyone near me. I think I yeah. might have ripped Ian our membership man's jacket. <laughs> Pandemonium. Uh, yes. Pandemonium. We definitely need to shout out Marco's ball for Nizzy's goal. It was inch perfect. Yeah. Nizzy I think that ran was onto it. First touch. Probably his yeah. best moment of the game. Up until that point, I think, uh, you know, I mean, even though I think they, they, they had the slightly better of the first half, it was a pretty good first half from a neutral point of view. Like, it was pretty end-to-end. Decent derby. Both teams mm. were trying to play. Probably one of the better derbies. Match of the round, I think. Yeah, from a neutral point of view, probably one of the better derbies that there's been recently, yeah. I think. Like, yeah, both teams trying to play football. And that's what, you know, Pappas has sort of come out and said, you know, he wants his team to be aggressive and to play. And that's what I think they did. I think we did that as well to a degree. I think we we pressed not as hard as what we've seen last season, but that may be down to the formation change a little bit. But even still, we pressed smartly. I think yeah, we picked our moments and to press a little bit more. That's how we won. That's how we got the first goal. Like, Pressing the right areas. They had the ball pretty much around the sort of eight yard box, and we had six or seven players over halfway. Mm. And Maxi Ballard's straight on Grozos's touch. He sees yeah. it's a poor touch. He nips in there. Almost yeah, as if he's been yard. told to sweat on Grozos so. a bit, yeah. which, yeah, oh, I looked in the replay and thought, mm, yeah, that looks a bit premeditated. Um, and, yeah, <laughs> so, so we were pressing nicely then, and then we played, and we were just so much more clinical. I mean, we didn't make more opportunities, but we were clinical when it mattered. And, and uh, yeah. The best thing I think I can say about Maxi is that outside of that moment, I probably didn't notice him that much. 
the best thing I think I can say about Maxi is his celebration after that moment. That's also me. <laughs> <laughs> How good was that to see? Like the team was like it, we, the team was as happy as we were in the away bay yeah. that Nizzy scored. It was it was it was very similar to the uh, first goal in the AFL when they do the whole whenever yeah. they score their first goal, yeah. like the yeah. whole team comes up and gets around. Yeah, oh, and that's exactly very what much happened. those vibes. Yeah. Oh, my chills once again, chills, chills. literal chills. And then five minutes later. When we had not even gotten over it yet. Oh, I wasn't even relaxed. <laughs> the heart rate was still yeah. going. It was, it was, what, seven minutes later and we're still <laughs> celebrating the goal. It was so good. Uh, local boy done good. Jacob local Farrell. boy done good, literally. <laughs> Boom. Corner comes in, in swinging corner from Cy Goddard. And Cracking Jacob corner. Farrell ducks between three Jets defenders and absolute bullet header. Ripping through the back of the net to make it two 0 Worst marking. Another <laughs> three statues. It was, it was like an, it was another big get fucking to zonal marking. What, yeah. goal. what even zonal, is defending? That's why you don't do zonal. There was. <laughs> this is why, in my opinion, obviously not a coach. Man to man, everyone knows their job. That's your guy. If he scores, it's on you. Like if you don't do your job, then you cop that, and that's essentially what it is. It but reminds me actually the, the first time that uh, one of the teams that I played in ever played zonal marking and myself and one of the other guys had played a fair bit of zonal marking but no one else in the team had ever played zonal marking. Mm. We conceded four goals from corners in the first half. Yeah. No, uh, no before bueno. the coach decided to go, let's go back to man's man. Clearly Pappas didn't <laughs> watch that game. working. <laughs> Whoever the guy who was, was oh. directly apparently the marker for um, Jacob Farrell, he was, was the most statuesque of all of them though. He and just then, basically watched. And then he threw his hands up like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what Yours. are you doing? You're the Yours. closest guy to him. <laughs> Horrible. Well, we'll ask him when we uh, get him on the show, but um, I even wonder, watching the replay, I see the corner, it's coming in. Uh, Jacob is there, he's, he's manning the far post, he's not that interested in the whole thing, and then all of a sudden he realises that this thing's coming in right at him and he takes two steps towards it and bang. <laughs> oh, he launched himself out. <laughs> so exactly. Absolutely smashing that off. <laughs> Those sorts of headers that when they fly off the head then they're like in the net Straight pretty away. much before the goalkeeper even moves, that's yes. like... Chef's kiss. It's great. <laughs> yes. Love so it. question Love it. question is, was he actually, you know, intending to attack the ball in that way or was he just, oh, wow, that's going to hit me, bang, and went straight at it like that? Well, and he did have one in the first half, didn't he, where he sort of, it wasn't it wasn't anywhere near as powerful and he's just sort of got behind it and headed it straight at Duncan. He didn't know what to do, did he? He sort of mm. didn't know whether to go to goal for the for that one or to go back across. Yeah, because that was a free header as well. Yeah. yeah. He but knew yeah. what to do with this one. Yeah, well, I think uh, in Monty's post-match presser, he said, that he actually had a word with him about that at halftime, um, just saying, make sure you absolutely get behind it. And didn't he fucking just smack it? <laughs> well, you mentioned then, you mentioned then, like about attacking the ball, and that's from from what we've seen in the academy, which isn't much because he's sort of come out of nowhere almost. But for the last you know fifteen or so games that we've watched in the academy, and then from watching him last week, that's what his mantra is: is like attack the ball. That's what he does. Yeah. And we just heard before that the stats also back that up. He, I think he won 100%, 100% of, his, of his tackles. Yeah, that's insane. That's nuts. Yep. And that's that's just what he does. And there was also two or three times as well when he cut the ball out from sort of like big sort of crossfield balls and stuff when he just sort of read the play really well. That's what he does. He just attacks the ball. And for a 19-year-old that hasn't played hardly any first-team first professional football, game. Yeah. yeah, it's huge for a – debut performance just to be like I'm going to grab this by the balls and and then rip it. those balls off and rip, rip them <laughs> off yeah and in the first half no in the second half there was a moment where he crunched um, 
somebody might have been Steve Trevinas. Steve Trevinas, yeah. I think when he got the yellow, mm. and then he goes back onto our eighteen yard box and he's waiting for the free kick to be taken, and um, Mick Kodesky sort of puts his hand on his chest, <laughs> yeah. and then Fowler goes swipe, swipes <laughs> it away, and he drops the bloody shoulder into him. I was yeah. like, yes, dead <laughs> fucking. That's what we want. That's what exactly what we want. Mm-hmm. Be aggressive, yep. also be a good footballer, and that's exactly what he seems to be. Well, I'd love to see statistics for his dribbles as well because it seemed to me every time he got the ball and was on the ball, then he either dribbled around his man or made the, a great ball to somebody else. So mm. statistics-wise, you know, made the tackles, scored the goal, um, was in, you know, XG positions for the Stats Nazis, and, uh, yeah, just – yeah, incredible as far as I could tell. He made a f- couple of great interceptions as well. Like he yeah. reads the yeah. game really well. Yeah, so statistically he must have been really carving that up, not just the 100% tackles but across a whole bunch of statistics and um, had the confidence to get forward in a couple as well. And, um, you know, when you're a young player and you're playing in the derby, it's a big game, it's wet like that, you know, having that confidence, um, it's great to see that a young kid can, can have that confidence, be given that confidence. Um, and th- there's like almost – too many positives to speak about from the game. If we, it is, <laughs> we wouldn't have the time to go through every single player. I mean, I think our whole backline was pretty good, mm. especially three of them. Um, Storm, I thought was okay. I've, I've seen a few critics of him, which I was, you know, a critic of when we re-signed him. But I, I think it was okay. He got caught out a couple of times um, by Boomel, um, who was decent, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he was, and yeah. you know, so. I thought I think we'll get out of I think we'll get more out of Storm going forward than what we will defensively this season. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, and I think the partnership between him and Sai, we saw little bits of it on the weekend. Um, I think Sai got the shit beaten out of him the first twenty five oh, yeah. minutes. I think he got about five or six free kicks. One, he was getting kneed in the back, which is how Hoffman did his groin. Mm-hmm. He was getting smacked around all over the place, so he he didn't get the chance to to really get a good sort of a run at it, but. I thought Sai was good. Mm-hmm. Maxi was good. You know, Bazanic was his usual self. Benny Ancalolo. Benny Ancalolo was fantastic. Mm. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't see that sort of a performance coming, to be honest. How um, involved was he though? Because I'm just looking at the stats uh, brought to us by A League Live by Sportsmate. Just for Benny. Involved in 25 duels in total, which is the most out of anyone on the pitch. Yeah, he was um, everywhere. Mm. Next nearest was Sai with 16. Um, so that's that's huge. Winning fourteen of those twenty-five duels, uh, won five of his five tackles and three or four of his uh, take-ons. He was he was good. Mm. He was good. He's, I'm telling you, he's my new favourite Frenchman. <laughs> he's great. <laughs> and Sai was strong. And and after getting a bit of a beating in the first half, then he mm. comes out and puts that corner in. Mm. Yeah, and excellent corner. Perfect. And yeah. he, he, there was also a oh, really good corner. Yeah. He t- took one in the first half. Yeah. I don't know how many corners we had all up, but might have only been two, maybe. I don't know. But one he put in in the first half was also really good. There was just nobody right on that spot. But yeah, I thought I thought Benny was really good. I think he's he had really good energy. He was tracking back. Mm-hmm. He won a couple of headers in the box defensively. He put a few crosses in. There were some good passes there. I thought he was really really good, really really positive. And I think that I think the partnerships that we might see start to build between Farrell and with. Benny and with Storm and Sai, I think mm. that's pretty exciting. And there's a bit of speed there, like we sort of mentioned uh, sort of a few weeks ago, that if you actually look at the side, we're actually pretty quick. Mm. True. Benny was getting in behind on a he was. couple of occasions. Well, he got in behind heaps yeah. against Blacktown, yeah. but, you know, he looked a little bit uh, little bit like he was all legs against Blacktown. His touch was a bit off and he was 
head and shoulders above that. This and he week. lasted. How long did he last? He lasted till a stoppage time, really, wasn't it? That he, did he come off? I can't remember now. Yeah, he, he got a knock on the ankle. I think I'm not sure. That's right, he did, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. So he was there pretty much right to the end. Yeah, I think it was like the 90th minute when that yeah. happened. And like, I still, I you know, I still think he had pretty good energy right up until that those last sort of few minutes. So. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't subbed. So. I, th- I think he's yeah. going to get a couple of assists for Urania in the middle if oh, he 100%. keeps getting behind. I think when we crossing, get when we get Matty Simon back, you know, if Matty Simon back in the middle, or we we go with sort of someone else up top, because um, you know there was a, a few balls in there into Niz, which same as going long to him when he's in that sort of a position, not going to work when you're, <laughs> when you're coming up some sort of against some of these big boy defenders. Um, but, yeah, I think Benny and Side will be really good assets from what we saw on the weekend. Definitely. I was a little bit worried uh, late on when Monty went with Lewis for Storm and with Dan for... Uh, Jacob just mm. um, seemed like we maybe shut up shop a little bit early, but mm. hey, hey, Monty was right in the end because we got the result and that's what we needed. And, and clearly, that was you know something that he wanted to do was to shut us down in defence, and, and it obviously did work. But a um, few scary moments, notwithstanding, then I thought that yeah. was uh, ended up being a good move. And and uh, that number of our academy products, how good is it that we've been watching these kids come <laughs> through the academy, so playing youth games for years, come into the first team, and not just hold their own but um do some of the stuff that we're seeing these lads do so yeah, yeah. and you know I, I think i think you're probably right too i think the goal their goal probably came because a few of the substitutes we made just a bit sort of unsettled dan hall left so. back dan hall left back yep to be fair jacob had a yellow card i, I realized later and, and he was so cramping that, a little bit uh, yeah too, so i thought yeah okay i get it yeah. i get it fair enough um and it wasn't like anyone did a bad job there they were no. throwing everything at us at that point so. and i mean the ball in from Daniel Pena for the goal was quality. He turned Dan Hall pretty easily and just whipped it in, and that had that ball had some serious whip yeah. on it. M- Miller, I think, lost lost um, got caught lost out a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah. Um, but it was the speed of that play. It was actually um, who's that midfielder? The 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 Thurgate? not Thurgate. It was Pena into Thurgate, but the speed of the Pena ball into Thurgate gave Thurgate what he needed to make that turn, and then mm. that ball, yeah. then the assist was actually a great ball. So that's good. Yeah. Ball. Yeah, take so that away. It's very tough to you know that happens so quickly. Again, for me, Pena made that with the speed of that pass in from the the wing to mm. Thurgate, and um, he, he put it in the perfect position for Thurgate to roll his man. And um, all Thurgate had to do was make a decent cross, which he did, and nobody was prepared for it. So. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, you know that that, like I said to someone else yesterday, that team a couple of years ago in those last sort of fifteen minutes just completely crumbles, crumbles. and goes away. Yep. But yep. had a bit of a scare, made it interesting for all the neutrals, and we got the job done in the end with a bit of, like I said on Twitter yesterday, a little bit of derby get fucking and some good football, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it was good. It's great to see. One of my favourite moments of the game itself was uh, Matthias Moresh. Coming oh, on, yes. he's on the pitch oh. for two minutes. Mariners legend, uh, isn't he? No, of course he is. Already. <laughs> oh, mate, he's playing up to be a fan <laughs> favourite already. I'm not sure who he nuttied, um, but then he went to play a no-look pass, which went into touch. Who <laughs> <laughs> cares? But That's straight right. away, he's straight in front of the yellow army, pumping the badge, the giving, badge. It, giving it large. I fucking yeah. loved it. It's that Brazilian passion in him, it. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, and you can tell he he's going to be a fan favourite pretty quickly if he keeps that up. Now, is it? 
Moresh or Moreshe? Because that's how Teo was pronouncing it on the commentary. Oh, uh, look, I'll go Moreshe. with whatever Teo says. Teo's the expert. <laughs> I just that's want Moreshe, Moreshe. We want more. We want more. <laughs> more Moreshe? Everybody more Moreshe knows, magic. Everybody Moreshe? knows yeah. what I think about badge tapping and um, <laughs> Moreshe, Moreshe. Thank you very much. <laughs> but you raised a good point though. I thought he was also pretty good when he came on. Yeah, he Good was. energy. Yeah, yeah looks, and it's big energy. Yeah. Looks pretty dangerous. I Neymar. Mean, Neymar number two, better than Neymar. I've also heard. Of course, he's um, better than Neymar. Yeah, I. Yeah, we you know we had some good depth off the bench, and also we should probably shout out Harry Steele as well. Yeah, absolutely. Another academy product. Who, well, he stemmed that yeah, flow. He did. Like we we were being carved a little in the midfield, or yep. we were a little bit too open there. And once he came on, then we were tight. And so, and that was just the energy I think he brought. And Maxi had driven himself into the ground basically. So, yeah, 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 unreal. I think I think that's probably my key word from the weekend or my key takeaway was probably the energy. All the boys yeah. had really good energy. All the new guys had, you know, sort of really good energy. We were there right until the end, made sure we got the job done and, and yeah, it's the perfect start to a season. How could you not, how could it not be a perfect start to a season? Three points away to the scum. Three, two, ones. Um, three, two, ones. I did think about this earlier and now I've forgotten what order I had it in. <laughs> Do I need to help you, Boise? Go for it. You go first. Of course, Jacob gets my three points. That was just too good, irresistible. Can't think of a thing that he did wrong, to be honest. Second, Niz. How could he not be second? And that, um, the work rate and the turnover that led to the goal, Maxi Ballard, third for me. There we go. Three, two, one. Done. Okay. Um, <laughs> I do remember now. <laughs> I do remember now. Uh, all right. I'm going to go with a controversial call. Oof. Give my three to Benny. Oof. Uh, I, I, I just I just really liked him on the weekend. Liked how dangerous he looked. Liked his energy. He just seemed up and about it. He was involved in everything. He was involved defensively going forward. Um, he was, you know, winning plenty of balls back. I just, yeah, I was about it. I enjoyed his performance. I'm going to give him the three. And then I think the other two are probably pretty obvious. Uh, Jacob for the two and this for the one. Yep, I'm pretty much the same. Oh, I had Farrell three, Benny two, Niz one. Come on, Pete. So I'm going completely different to you guys. Oof, why not? I'm going uh, just for something different. Jacob Farrell three. <laughs> <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> uh, Farrell three, Niz two, Kai rolls one. Hmm. Yeah, I'll same. pay that actually. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'll pay that. I was really tossing up between Rolls and Niz for two and one earlier today yep. as I was thinking about it. But, uh, yeah, Rollsy, Rollsy, yeah, uh, Niz, Niz gets the two for the goal. Yeah, yep. 100%. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could that's easily a fair put, call, You could right? easily put Ruan up there as well. Like, you could easily put Ruan and Kai in there. Yeah, yeah most easily. of the squad played very well. Yeah. yeah. That's so. Mariner's medalist Rolls. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, it's true. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe future Mariner's medalist Jacob Farrell. So we're going to do three two ones this season after every game and then – I don't know what. <laughs> we'll give the winner. We declare a winner who gets the bragging rights of everyone. <laughs> yeah. pod, pod, the player pod player of the year. Pod player yeah. of the year. Yep. What do we call P -P -O -T -Y. it? P-P-O-T-Y. Then you can might I, get an invite to the medal dinner. <laughs> <laughs> can I Can I give Monty half a point for um, nice navy shirt, Monty? And, oh, uh, did we? I didn't even... I only saw him on the coverage once. What was his get-up? No tie, but he was, uh, considering the conditions, then uh, he was doing what he said. He was smart. He wore a collared navy shirt, looking dapper in the press conference afterwards. Mm -hmm. Well played, Monty. Nice. Nice. Every day I know that it's you I need.
Sean's here. Hey guys, how are you doing? It's better the second time. Yeah, take two. Yeah, <laughs> technical two. difficulties. Oh, the professionalism God. in this podcast the is amazing. The producer at this end of the table, I don't know what he's thinking. <laughs> Shit host, I tell you. Oof. <laughs> Cop that. Let's Shots feel. fired. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, need a new host for this. Need a new host for Mariners TV. Need a new ground announcer. Everything's just going out the window for me. No, have, it's you, all good. Have, have you put Marvin away back in the cupboard? Yeah, yeah, he's gone. He's gone. I think he's getting an invite for Pete for the next uh, medal night. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone searching. This is good. This is great content. <laughs> Mate, how's it been the last couple of days, obviously, coming off the back of the, uh, the first win of the season? Yeah, great. Great. What a win. Um, how good is it? You know, so it was uh, it was a heck of a game. You know, everyone in the rain was was unbelievable. The crowd was fantastic. You could hear it was all game, uh, foul language and all. And it was you know, um, <laughs> no, it, it, it lifted. I mean, it was it was a bizarre one behind the scenes because you guys didn't see that. You know, with the COVID stuff and the double header, there was a lot sort of in the tunnel that was really disjointed. I don't think the players were exposed to it too much, but it was a sort of a funny game behind the scenes uh, for it. So, but to um, to see Nizzy get his first goal finally and, yes. uh, and to see Jacob Farrell score an absolute bomb <laughs> off the head. Like, how good was that? You know, and, <laughs> and once again, you know, an, an academy project on um, on debut scores a, a cracking goal. So, you know, just didn't do it as quick, quick as what Hatchie did. Nice. <laughs> well, true. Yeah, did Hatchie maybe have a word to him afterwards and go, yeah, I've still got one over you here, Chad. <laughs> couple of coasties with that uh, with the long flowing hair. It's uh, representing us really well. Oh, you love to see it. Yeah, yeah. Just straight off the beach, straight onto the pitch and straight into the back of the net. Don't yep. mind if we do. Yeah. High standards to live up to, to score after, what, 10 seconds? <laughs> yeah. A bit rough on him, I think. <laughs> mind you, I don't know if you heard, but he had um, a 100% tackle record. So... His stats for the, in game, the game. In the game, 100%. Yeah, right. Well, that's yeah. how it looks that's on the sideline. Yeah. Like, he, he, he looked excellent. And uh, actually, shout out to all of our academy products that were on the pitch, and there were many, too many almost to name, um, because they were all excellent. Um, but, yeah, he was particularly excellent. And, that, and what a moment when he did score the goal and the celebration and the celebration <laughs> in the stands, and we were already going ballistic because of Niz, and we are in shock, I think, after the second one. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and it's worth making comment of Harry Steele making his debut as well, and another Cozy takes the field and uh, yeah. and gave us what we needed right at, the end, at that end. You know, just needed that little bit of uh, settling and composure and gave us the important moments. Mm-hmm. Bit of steel in midfield. Yeah, absolutely. But it was, <laughs> nice. it was right around the park. Yeah. Obviously, Lewis and Dan. <laughs> Obviously, Lewis and Dan were out there. And uh, so that was great. And Maxi Ballard with the turnover to – we'll get to yeah. that stuff. But <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it could go on forever. But no, no, well done. Well done to everyone. You know, um, it was it was great. It was a really good day for the club. And what a great start of the season. And now we get down to Wollongong and do it a couple more times and off we go. Now, you, you sent an email out to everybody yesterday, which then prompted a phone call from my mother asking if there was some sort of a cryptic reasoning behind your email. Yes or no? 
Oh, no, I just wanted to say <laughs> thanks, everyone, right? <laughs> so I, just, I, and, oh, I think I was just pumped up. I hadn't actually, you know, sent an email to everyone. I just wanted to get the message out there. And I really wanted a really short one, and then I just kept writing. <laughs> kept going. And writing. And, oh, Sounds better, like this podcast. It just kept going, going and going and going. And going. <laughs> that was it. So, no, absolutely nothing apart from just, um, yeah, I think I was just buzzing myself and wanted to get a message out there. Just but, felt as good as us. Yes. Yeah. There's <laughs> a fair bit happening, though, in the next well, month-ish, month and more, um, Christmas carols. Yep. New Year's Eve. Yep. How is all that working? Because I know the club is going to run the Christmas carols, do the New Year's Eve fireworks. I mean, is that is that just uh, something that sort of we're seeing as we need to do it? Because obviously it used to be done by the council. Yep. Um, what's, what's sort of your view on all that? Yeah, I think there's a bit of unfinished business. We wanted to do all this last year and we got the fireworks up last year. Um, the, the carols we put on, but it had to... I uh, had to do it with no crowd, so so we sort of missed that opportunity. So there's a little bit of unfinished business from last year to do that, but with the four games in December, there's um, there's there's some really good reasons to 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 come to Gosford and be part of it, and and we think it's it's worth sort of really shouting out. The um, the carols are something that is about giving back to the community. It's also about attracting a new audience, yeah, for us. So people who come to carols aren't necessarily football fans, and and if they can see what the Mariners are doing in the community, they they might consider coming back the following night, you know, for that. It would none of it would happen if it wasn't for our sponsors. So so massive shout out to to mate our major to uh, to DMC uh, again. Uh, Michael Dovey did a, you know, is is fantastic in getting behind this, and um, and JC Entertainment, the guys from JC Entertainment, it's. It's fantastic. So, so without the support of the sponsors, we wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, that's there, and and as uh, and as more sponsors come on board, the bigger and bigger it gets. So, so for every sponsor that comes in, it helps us out with New Year's Eve. There's another minute or two of fireworks that, that keeps going. So, so it's a it's a bit of an all in. I think I think the sponsors really see that as well. That this is a great opportunity to give back to the community and shows that we're not just a football club. We're actually we call ourselves a community club, and this is a great example. A little bit of keeping momentum there as well. We've got the 7th the following week we play there, then New Year's Eve, if I'm not wrong. So keeping the momentum of those two games, dragging that into the new year time over the Christmas period, etc. That would be all part of the plan too, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The peak period for us is always, you know, school holidays when everyone comes to holiday where we live and um, that's, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Jets. (laughs) That could be a song. I think there's a song in that, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, and look, you know, we've... We've got an uh, an unusual start to the season with the three away games and the FFA Cup down in Wollongong. So it's going to build this anticipation. We're going to be, yeah, absolutely chomping at the bit to get to finally get back home, see the sauce bottles up and the new sauce bottles that we've got. What? Yes. So they rebranded. So so they um, so they had to change the label. So we had to change the sauce bottles. So right. Um, yeah. Wow. Secrets to be released then. Yeah. 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 That's right. So and. Uh, and yeah, so so I think by by the time that Sydney FC uh, match comes around, we'll be absolutely uh, buzzing for it, and can't wait to get to Bay Road and all those you know, great moments that we have. Uh, and then we just roll in, bang, 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 you know, straight after each other, and and what a what a time to be alive in December. Yeah, so much football and so much fun, eh? Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, cool. All right, the probably the only other hot tip I got for you is. If you're a betting man, and this is not for betting purposes, and I don't think you can bet on it, um, but um, but we are hoping that uh, that the change of location for the MacArthur game ends up being at Penrith Stadium. So, so they're moving they're moving another game. Yeah, yeah, the pitch won't be ready for the for There's our no game. No way that's going to be ready. Yeah, at Campbelltown. What's, Too many hoof what's prints there. going on there. So yeah, the pitch isn't good enough, and nobody knew until the last minute. Nobody checked. Um, that's Amateur the only, hour. that's the only bits that I, yeah yeah that's the only bits that I've heard. So I think council there is still 
trying to get the pitch ready for our game. Uh, that's there, so it's, uh, I think they're still lobbying. But when I when I spoke to the guys at Macarthur at the uh, the Newcastle game, they thought that there was no chance and mm. were looking for other options. So I know they've been uh, they've been out there and um, and uh, and yeah, they they went out to Penrith today and and um, out of all the venues that that are in and around, I think that one's probably makes sense for them and also is easily to get to for us. Same date and time. Same date and time. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. good for you. One of your favourites. Yeah, yeah. One of them. say, surely you can pull some strings there. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a few old mates and uh, a, few, yeah, a few old people that I'll catch up with and can't wait to get a Panthers after the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, a, it's a lot better than the Scumder, and there's no doubt about that. We, we're okay with going there and you know ripping, ripping and tearing like we did last weekend, but we didn't really want to go back there for the Macarthur game. Have we got a sponsor, Synergy? Who, Synergy FM. Yeah. Synergy FM, who could maybe give Macarthur a hand with that um, turf out there? Just, <laughs> just putting that out. There. Yeah. Dan Campbell would love to, mate. Dan Campbell, he, he can fix anything. This bloke, I tell you. You, you name well, it. You want to get rid of a problem? He fixes it, right? So Possibly come up with a lot of green paint or something like that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so, but um, anyway, that was my only hot tip that I had for you. So, oh, yeah, that's cool. excellent. Anything from we you love guys? any hot tips we yeah. can get. Yeah. I could be wrong. We'll take that. Yeah, I might be wrong, but anyway, that was that was inside. So. Uh, lovely stuff. We'll see yep. how it plays out. Very interesting times over the next few days. Sean, once again, thank you so much for dropping in. Good stuff. Cheers, guys. Love thank you. you. Up love the you source. Too. All right, cheers. <laughs> see you. Bye. Ciao. Moving on to other Australian League or A-League of things. Uh, round one coverage, of course, Paramount Plus. It was their first uh, dally into uh, professional sport broadcasting over here in Australia. Fellas, what did we reckon on the whole? I feel like I have to get a word in before we wind up Moz and let him loose. <laughs> but He was not happy. I only saw uh, the Friday game and the second half of the Perth game on the weekend was all I got the chance to watch because um, I, for some reason, had a life this weekend. Um, <laughs> it seemed okay to me. Uh, ball, like, moving around on the screen was a bit blurry. Yeah. I Chromecast, I think that had something to do with it. Apparently, word is through the fetch box and through other set-top boxes, uh, the quality is apparently better, uh, which is annoying because not everybody has that. So that's, yeah, I, it seemed okay, but there seems to be a lot of backlash after the weekend. Moz, Go, Moz. It's all you. <laughs> I can see the anticipation on your face. The steam is coming out of his ears. There is no, to there mute, is no steam. I had to mute Moz's mic because he was chewing it. It <laughs> <laughs> was just a little low growl coming out there, was it? Yeah, no, look, okay, I'll give him an okay. Um, as far as I'm concerned, you can't charge first and then deliver you know, quality second. We've seen that before. Optus did that in the World Cup a couple of years ago. It was absolute rubbish. It took me three months to get a paper check for 30 bucks back from them when their <laughs> coverage was ridiculous. So I don't want to be doing the same thing with Paramount, but they were okay. For the first 20 minutes, I couldn't actually connect with my Apple box. Then eventually, randomly at my 47th attempt, uh, after I was uh, casting it from my phone, then I was able to start watching it on the Apple box. So fair play. 
whatever their capacity issues were rather than my internet issues because all my other streaming services were working fine, thank you, um, then they, you know, figured out whatever it was. I was reading that um, I was okay because everyone else was fine but I was not okay. <laughs> Just say. And... I told you in the group chat it was user error. User, of course you did. And I was told it was user error by many others as well. But uh, <laughs> but nevertheless, it was not user error. But once it was going, it wasn't too bad. I also felt that um, resolution-wise, uh, obviously, it was better under Fox. Um, probably not surprising. I'm willing to sort of overlook that, especially at the start, because as they you know sort of grow their method of collecting their video, that'll probably get better. Um I got, we got to the stage where, I don't know, some bloke in orange um, was not offside for an equalising goal and I hit the rewind button and nothing happened. <laughs> and I was like, oh, hang on, there is no rewind function. So or fail, pause. fail. Yeah. No pause, no rewind. And look, sort these things out by covering FFA, um, FFA? Yeah, FFA cup matches and, um, you know, then we can all whinge about that didn't work out for us and it's over and first A-League game, it's all great. Um, I think they are learning fast because uh, it did take a while for the replay to appear of that first game, but it did appear by the morning. So, okay, I'm willing to accept that. I did have a little bit of a rant on social media about the idea that uh, the long tradition I've had of going to the home games, coming home and watching the game afterwards needs to continue. So get it together and make sure those replays are up quickly. And I did notice that it did appear, although I didn't stay up all night to look for it, that they did uh, get those replays up reasonably quickly and mini matches up pretty quickly as well because uh, you've got to got to love a good mini match, um, especially if you're not that interested in you know scummers versus rams. Um, so, which didn't happen this week, but eventually we'll have to put up with scummers versus rams. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 okay. It's an okay start, but they do need to sort of learn fairly quickly, I think, and uh, you know appease the the people because I wasn't the only one. Some people had blue circles that stayed; they could Just see the game, that. but they had mm. blue circles mm. throughout the game, right in the middle of the screen or whatever. So, well, it was that bad at the start of the victory Western United game. They had to put out an apology and say so yeah. we've got. <clears throat> un- Un, un, was it unforeseen circumstances? Circumstances, issues, yeah. yeah, issues and that about because of and that was the, this the first time ever that, that there's been a double header. So there might have been sort of some capacity issues that they might not have been aware of. I'm not sure. What technical difficulties? Please stand by. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically. Yes. So they they know that there's issues. Um, I dare say they will be trying to fix it quite quickly because yeah, there's a lot of people that aren't that happy. I had. No issues. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I'm with Pete. I, I had no issues with it. The stream worked fine. There I had, was no buffering. I was all, it was all good for me. I had a couple of issues with the frame rate when I was watching through Apple TV, um, but when I switched over to my fetch box, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, had, but like had say, no not issues. everyone's got a fetch box. So. Yeah. No, yeah. I had no issues for any of the remaining games. It was only that first game. Mm. All the other games were fine. There was no problems after that. So that suggested to me that early capacity things could be a thing. But, you know, yeah, hopefully they'll learn. And uh, despite it working at your place, Pete, and you telling me so, it still didn't work at mine. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's it, yeah. Well, I was um, hoping your comments would fix it. But <laughs> 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 but I did try all of the things. The only thing I didn't try was trying my Apple box on the ground and stomping all over it. Don't <laughs> no, try shouting it at first. <laughs> I did shout at it. <laughs> And a few of the neighbours, old man yelling at Cloud. But uh, <laughs> did, did you try turning it off and on again? I pulled the court literally out of it. I was going to swing it around my head, but no, I just pulled the court out and put it back in. Pull the court out, go. <laughs> <laughs> you do it. 
<laughs> See if it'll work. Yeah. So what would you rate them? C? Um, C minus? B minus. B minus? Okay. B minus. Right. I'm kind. Yeah. And I know I will get back on here and anti-rant myself if they do a good job. If in they the improve, yeah. Yes. There are a lot of features that they should improve on. Rewind, pause yeah. should be absolutely on there for any sort of streaming. I think it was you, Boise, who said that um, they should have just modelled this on what existed. There are plenty of examples of how yeah, to do this. Yeah, the template was there. Like, yeah. I mean, not yeah. many, not many people liked, um, you know, Fox and KO towards the end for some reasons, but their coverage and sort of like their um, setup was okay. The with UI, the stuff was, on KO, yeah, yeah, user interface was yeah, all right. Yeah. I didn't like the app. Yeah, but the, you know, they they had all the mini games, had the full replays, it was easily they had pause, accessible. rewind, yeah. Yeah, and that, whereas like, I, I found it a little bit harder to find on Paramount. Yeah, agree, agree, agree. Also, found it a little bit harder to find any sort of pre-match coverage, whereas Paramount are adamant that it was there. Well, I did see someone say that too. That they were, I saw some things that were like, "Oh, there's no, where's all the pre-game?" And they're like, "Oh no, it's on." You have to click on match day it's on Saturday some other thing. through you know clicking five other things or something yeah. like that. Make it. Simple. Make it, make Keep it, simple. it fucking simple. I saw a tweet that um, if you clicked on like a match day Sunday, you'd get um, our game that was first and then the game after it on the same stream. Well, the, yeah, that's what, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So it goes from the pregame into the game into the next and game next sort of game. thing. But mm. yeah, no one sort of explained that to – I mean – No. <laughs> and the intention was during that um, simultaneous game that they were going to, you know, take some uh, stuff from the other game during the content, but that didn't happen, that didn't of course, because, well, I watched the, um, I don't know, second of the boring games, the one where the victory didn't play against the Gypsies, and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I didn't see anything from the other game, but um, that was probably because it wasn't working, so hopefully they'll add that. Um, sort of content as well because uh, Optus have figured this out when you've got simultaneous games in the Premier League you do it right mm. Goal rush baby Goal, Goal rush. rush Yeah yeah. I mean yeah for all Optus's um, or for all people's misgivings about Optus over the World Cup they've definitely improved out of sight let's hope Paramount can do the same A watch from beginning would be good as well even mm. if it's live you know you got that watch from beginning yeah, option. That option that's weird so and, and after the game similar to Optus and no need to copy completely but um, the interviews pack them together and put them into little um, pieces yes. so that you can go yeah. back and have a look at what your coach said later post-match um, press conferences because that's my only other little beef while we can we can we look at think about keep up at can I just go straight into that? Go, uh, on. go on. Keep go up. On. Keep up. Pretty good. Um, but uh, is it keeping up? It keeps up okay. Oh, get out. Well, <laughs> that's my joke. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, Even that, I didn't touch that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. It was a little. It's a little bit challenging to share their material, and everyone knows I like burying people in Mariners content. So sharing it uh, looks a bit ugly because you don't get images and various other stuff. Really we, sorry to interject. I really thought you were just going to say everyone knows I really like burying people and just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially Paramount or <laughs> possibly Fox or the Carry Council, on, as you Optus, <laughs> you name it, I'll bury someone. But um, <laughs> in this case, uh, yeah, the, the Keep Up app is pretty good, but when you share their stuff, it's not so beautiful. So there's a bit of work to be done there. Uh, being able to see the post-match press conferences, that's a really important thing amongst fans. I love it. And I, a lot of people ask me, where can I find it? Because I usually share it. But if I can't find it, I can't share it. They can't find it. They can't find it. And they get the poos. So, yeah, a little bit better there could be done, but I like the concept, just needs slightly bit of tinkering there. So that's it. I have nothing more to rant about for now. Good rant. Yeah. 
One other piece of news that we've seen come out uh, today, in fact, uh, Tuesday, November 23rd, A-League expansion could happen next season. Uh, so we saw Carl Viet over the last few days, he's come out and uh, publicly, not shamed, but complained, I guess, um, about or bemoaned the fact uh, that um, the league is unfair in the sense that we have 12 teams with some teams playing each other three times and some teams playing each other twice. I mean, he's right. Yeah, it's it's, not yeah, wrong. Where's the lie? Yeah. Like, correct. fixtures are made up and the draw doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, he's 100% correct. What, what other competition in the world do you play teams an uneven amount of times? And, mm. and from the word, I assume it hasn't changed, but the way that they do the third game is whatever's going to be the biggest game. Like derbies. If it's if they can make the third game a derby again, then they'll do it. If they can make it a victory or Adelaide, then they'll do it. It Which, is that's mental. It doesn't it <laughs> doesn't make any sense to me. And and Danny yeah. Townsend, who is the head of the APL, um, there has come out this week and said that it might not be ideal, it might not be a perfect structure, um, but to call it unfair is probably inappropriate. How is that inappropriate? Whereas, because you Carl might have Ed speaking out of line. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. How dare you excuse not me, toe Mr. The company line? That boy was mean to me. Yeah. Well, I think it's not doing what mummy and daddy want. Clearly um, and woefully unfair. Of course it is. Of course it is. And I mean, I don't know why Danny, why he acknowledges that it's not perfect and not ideal, but then goes on to say that his comments were unfair. Possible future politics. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, peak <laughs> politicians speak that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, Calvert's one hundred percent right. Yep. Get he it is. sorted, and this yeah all leads on to expansion. So I was going to say, are we on expansion? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and I said I wasn't going to rant anymore. Into that, we, we'll run through it very briefly as uh, the clock ticks away here in, at Club Tugra. Um, so the APL has stated it, that it is their objective to get a full home and away season with either fourteen or sixteen teams. Uh, that is part of their strategic plan over the next six months uh, with a view to actioning that strategy maybe next season. So well, Gong and Canberra are our top two? Yeah. Well, selfishly, I want Tasmania. Oh, but yeah. Hobart away. Mm. I don't know if it'll happen. I mean, it's got to be... The market's open for Tasmania. They're, yeah. they're not happy they didn't get an AFL team, so football needs to sweep in ASAP. You have to sweep in. They've had so many issues with that with the AFL. They've been screaming out for an AFL team for ages and the AFL just won't do it. Prime time for football to sweep in, like you say. Mm -hmm. Have to do it. Have to do it. Um, but realistically, <laughs> will it happen? I don't know. Um, and this is the annoying thing about them bringing in MacArthur is that like it, like it doesn't really, but does that affect Wollongong's chances to get into the A-League? I would seriously hope not. I hope not, yeah. But my concern is that it might. I think Canberra needs to be a master. It's the capital city of Australia and they mm. don't have a team. So that's always been a bit weird. So I think Canberra's would be my first pick, Wollongong second and then Tassie third. Apparently Wollongong are quite confident about their chances of being given a licence uh, for the next round of expansion. The other one that has been floated is Auckland and also a second team in Brisbane. Yeah, can I just um, rant quickly now? Because um, I'm totally in agreement with the Canberra, Wollongong, Tasmania and similar um, demographic sorts of, and population sort of bases, but um, Derby's in Brisbane and Derby's just about anywhere. That's seemingly what the focus is. A little bit of that was um, in Sean's comments last week. I hate this. 
um, I hate this because I, I'm not, you know, I'm not so nasty on this that I really want to just grab the old teams that used to exist. But if they're in the right places, and Wollongong is, to, for my way of thinking, and mm. Canberra is as well, then these are the natural places to go. But if they don't have a big population, apparently we don't like that. Um, apparently that's not our aim. That's not our strategic plan. Well, I think it needs to be our strategic plan and it, it needs to be what the fans do think about this, to be honest. And the fans do think exactly what you guys just said. Teams like Tasmania, teams like Wollongong and Canberra. Who's Tasmania going to play in a derby? King Island? Broody <laughs> 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 Island. <laughs> I don't know. But Antarctica. Antarctica. <laughs> well, I the, think we're more penguins. likely to get the Brisbane. We're more likely to get the New Zealand double because of the Derby possibility, I think. And I, I don't think I like that. I just think, uh, you know, you've got the existing infrastructure there for both Wollongong and Canberra. You've got mm-hmm. the football set up there. You've got the stadiums there ready to go. You've got fans there ready to go. Bring the fuck in. I think the Wolves are probably going to try and use the, their FFA Cup game against us as like a showcase. Well, yeah, they did that bring, last time. What, yeah. what they're going to bring to the league. So, Quit your logic, people. Can we have a ka noise, please, Peter? Queuing up ka Kaching ready. That is the expansion soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. Oh, dear. Oh, you broke it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very old cash register, it's that one, anyway. So the drawer's just falling out on the floor. Still trying to tally everything up there. <laughs> <laughs> I did not swear, so no swears. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Yes, of course, it is that time of the week where we answer your questions. And thank you all so much for uh, for all the submissions across the socials this week. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the ccmfans.net forum. We have an absolute boatload of them to get through, so we will get through as many of them as possible. Kicking things off this week on Facebook with Michelle Lumby. Can we have a full segment on how good it felt when Nizzy finally scored? I think we did that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That might be an entire pod. I think we might need uh, another episode (laughs) or three. Johnny Needham. Uh, Firstly, nothing better than starting the season with a derby win over the scum. Really really liking the look of Cy. I think once Muller is on, we're going to see some magic between those two, Ollie, Niz and Urenya. I think this is the most confident I've felt look at looking at an attacking Mariner side in terms of potential chances we will create. Do you agree? Yes. Yep. yep. Good, good yep. assessment. Like 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 the look of Cy. Um, yeah, very much keen to see how Muller fits into the setup. And I mean, now Monty has a weird situation where we haven't heard if Muller's going to be ready for this weekend or what's sort of happening, but he's going to have to fight to get his way into the site. Mm-hmm. So Love that. Yeah. Love Big that. time. Johnny also asks our, our thoughts on Benny. Love him. My favourite Frenchman. Benny, <laughs> Benny, Benny. Benny, Benny, <laughs> Benny and Colo, 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 Colo. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. It's all good. Dean Payne asks, uh, he's got two questions. Firstly, why does no one rate us? Doesn't matter. We don't Who cares? cares. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's clear to me. Very good. Uh, and Dean, also, uh, Johnny Needham also asks, what did you guys make of Storm Rue's performance on the weekend? Um, Dean didn't like it. Johnny didn't mind it. 
Yeah, I'm probably with Johnny. Didn't mind it. Wasn't perfect. Wasn't great. Um, yeah, probably about what I expected. Is he first choice going forward? I think so. <sighs> yeah. I th- yeah, I think so. I think so. Until Lewis yeah. Miller does something that's more impressive mm. than what we sort of have seen. Mm. As we um, said, Miller may be at fault in in, an, in a way yeah. for, for not tracking Yule for the goal. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah, the interesting question, which I think maybe in the questions coming up is who do we play at right back and they've also thrown up uh, Hall. Mm. But yeah. is, is he – I don't really see him as a attacking sort of wing back sort of like a do storm. Yeah, yeah. And so, what we know Monty loves his his fullbacks to get forward and join the attack yeah. at every given opportunity. So yeah. 70-30 Johnny over Dean on that one. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think Stormy, get, he, he gets the nod for now mm. um, and we'll get our chance at the end of games to find out whether Lewis can, you know, fill that spot and uh, get some good attacking stuff happening. So, yeah. Agreed. Scotty McGee on Facebook. Nizzy, nizzy, nizzy. How long have we waited for this? What a game. Very intense finish. Uh, might have had a few more extra tinnies than I'd planned in that last <laughs> 10 minutes. Uh, thoughts on how and where Muller will slot in? Is there a song in the start of that? Nizzy, nizzy, nizzy. Oi, Nizzy, nizzy, nizzy. Nizzy. Can't you like, see the oh, way you yeah, move? Okay. Just We're all on different no. different pages here. But uh, Good pages. Kaiser, Kaiser Chiefs Ruby to nizzy, 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 nizzy. Mm. That's fair as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah we'll, we'll work something. We'll work out. on it. Yeah. Yes, we'll <laughs> workshop to your question. Workshop, there, Luke. Yes. workshop, at, workshop at three o'clock tomorrow. Yep. Perfect. Um, sorry. Thoughts on how and where Muller will slot in? Uh, yeah, I don't know. On the bench for now because yeah, he's going to have to get into the bench. side. Yeah, yep. Good. yep. Yeah. yep. Uh, also very comfortable with uh, Boz and Ballard holding that midfield all year. Yeah. Can't see why not Based now. off the weekend's performance. Yep. 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 Brian Eggy Glasgow, one of our favourite, one of the show's favourite sons. Imagine um, not being there on the weekend. <laughs> Missed you, Eggy. <laughs> That's, uh, that might be one of his questions. His is a three-part question. So his first part of the question, question one, how's our healthy players' depth shaping up while carving up two comps at once? Um, is that the FA Cup and the, the A-League at the same time that he's referring to or is it the NPL and the A-League? I don't know. Who knows? It is Eggy. It is Eggy. <laughs> he is an enigma. <laughs> I'm going with the And that's why we love former? him. I'm going to say good. Good. Yes. <laughs> Me yes. too. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Uh, question two. Who's on the party bus to gong? No. Which, which time? <laughs> yeah, which one? <laughs> All of the above, yes. Yep. And uh, question three. How did it feel not being there for Nizzy's first goal beating the scum? Oh, wait. I know. Fucking shit. <laughs> we can only imagine Egg. Eggy would have been shirt off. Oh. And that's before the game starts. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon he would have been pants off after his goal. I'm not, <laughs> not even kidding. Hey. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, egg, mate, that's all right. You'll be there for his first home goal uh, against Sydney FC on the 12th of December, I'm sure. Jacques Michael, uh, or Jake's Michael. Um, Nizzy Appreciation Week, please. Deployed up front by Nick Montgardiola, masterstroke, <laughs> or are uh, we in trouble with Maddie on the way out? Montgardiola's very good. Montgardiola's great. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Impressive. I um, rate that highly. I don't think we're in trouble. I think, we, uh, obviously, we um, put him up front at short notice there uh, with 
uh, Simo being out and uh, and Sai coming into the side playing out wide. So yep, we're all good. Yep. I think it was probably just Monty taking the, a bit of coaching out of the pod book, which is that we've made it very clear that Niz can play anyway. Play, so, yeah, I mean, you know, 100%. Other than that, it could have been Dan Hall because we could have had him play anywhere as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he played a left back, yeah. Uh, Alan Clout, to those who stayed back and booed De Silva, awesome. Well done. <laughs> well done. Especially staying in those conditions. Yes. Bradley Prisk, Miller, Hall or Rue at right back? Rue for now. Yep. Yeah, agreed. Rue. Yep. Uh, Keenan Jensen, was that the best debut by a Mariners player ever, referring to Jacob Farrell? That's a that's Matty a good, Hatch may have something to say question. about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I bet he has had something to say about that, <laughs> just quietly. But <laughs> I mean, overall overall performance over over what how long did he last? Sixty five or seventy minutes or something? Mm. I mean, you'd have to go pretty close to yes off the top of my head. Like I'm trying to rack my brain of somebody else who made a debut. Rate, scores an absolute bullet header. He yeah. played like a veteran, pretty much. Got home and say. emptied out his pockets, and he was like, "Oh, see, it's your advance. What are you doing?" Here? <laughs> Yeah, I think you know Matty Hatch beats him on the per touch um, scale, but uh, <laughs> but but otherwise, yeah, I don't I don't yeah. remember one. I'll go yes. Yep. Yeah, I think yeah, it's it's definitely up there. Um, in recent memory, uh, he also says all the imports look good. Good signs to come for Wollongong away. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, agree. agree. All, all imports Time do look three. good. Yep. They do. <laughs> David Bloom. Aaron Morrow is the Central Coast Mariners Wildstone Raider. Discuss. <laughs> Feels like a, an essay question. You want some? I'll give it you. <laughs> Mate, yes. all of Bloomy, you want some? <laughs> huh? Huh? All I've got to say is the Jets are shit, shit team, no fans. <laughs> that ties very, very nicely into the next question. Chris Hockman, do the Jets suck ass? Yes. <laughs> According to the official Central Coast Mariners Twitter account. Yeah, that's true. Never forget. The yes. streets will never forget. Brenton Harris, who would you keep for the next game and who would you change? Uh, I think we touched on that earlier change. Kurt Ams, leave the rest. Yep. Fair. Good pull. Good <laughs> Fiji and footballers overseas asks, any more news if Dan has yet declared for Fiji? I think we talked about no. him in the interview that we did with him a couple of weeks you ago. You might need to go back to the Dan Hallcast and see if there's anything in that one there. Fiji and footballers overseas is an interesting Facebook account. I need to investigate. <laughs> <laughs> like. I am a follower. Yeah. No. yeah. yeah. But, uh, I th- but I think he did uh, mention that they had made contact at least. So, yeah, do yeah. go back and listen well, to that yeah, Fiji been over there for footballers, a, whoever you are. He has been in a training camp with one yeah. of the under-23 sides, I think. Yeah. yeah, nice, nice. No, you can't have him. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Grandevec over on Instagram asks, what was the best chant of the day up at Newcastle and why was it the Dabney DeSantos chant? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. Uh, also, is Dan Bauman still at the club? He has left. Uh, there was no official you. announcement by the club. But, we, um, yeah, yeah we, we, I, I think we spoke about this on the pod that we, we thought he was maybe still here because of an Instagram post, post from agent. his agent. Yeah. That had him in a Mariners kit and was something along the lines of, I can't remember, like... Big things for the upcoming big season, Big things coming yeah. up, and we were like, oh, so he's still here, but yeah, gone. Might have to check VAR because there's no evidence he's left, but... Yeah, <laughs> true. Radar's Picks asks, who is the most likely to usurp Matt Simon as the Mariners' all-time leading goal scorer and seven-time Golden Boot winner, and why is it Josh Nisbet? He's away now. All aboard the Nizzy train. He's going to be out yep. of control. <laughs> An out of control train. <laughs> Who knew the 20 goal a season striker was Nizzy all along? I know Radar's <laughs> Picks was talking to Nizzy on Instagram after the game and I, I had a couple of messages as well. Um, and it was all along the lines of much more to come. Yeah, and he's, he's feeling, it's buzzed. Who is that to Niz? 
Yeah. Yeah. I sent him a message as well. <laughs> just to be that guy. And I was yeah. like, I'm sure you're getting this from everywhere. And yet he was. Yeah. Because yeah. he replied to my story because I put up the story and tagged him and Dan Hall in it. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, he replied. He's like, fucking buzzing, bro. I'm like, yeah. 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 He, he was about what it. What a guy. I love him. Stoked for him. Yeah. Uh, ties nicely into Adam Thompson. How good is Nizzy challenging for Golden Boot? He's winning the A League Golden Boot this year, by the way. Why not? I'm, I'm putting money on it. Mizzy for Golden Boot. Easy money. Yep. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Brennan Vosvik, good friend, fan of the show. Thanks for jumping on my shoulders on Sunday afternoon. Um, assuming everyone is available for selection, what is our strongest 11? I don't know after the weekend. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Battling. I, I mean, yeah. like, it's, it's too hard now. <laughs> How good's depth? Yeah. Now that we have a little bit of uh, actual league game to go off, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm know. going with Simo is back in the team for now. Yeah, agreed. But I'm struggling to figure out um, who how, makes way because Nizzy is not leaving the pitch, so, <laughs> so I'm not sure who is. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll just leave I that there. Going, going back to what we touched on earlier, does Ballard have Ballard to make way? Nizzy goes back into holding midfield, and I, I don't know. I don't like it. I know. <laughs> I, Can't we just start 15 or 16 players? <laughs> yeah, give us extra. Who'd be a coach? <laughs> Gee whiz. Aiden Halliday, how confident do you feel after the first game? Love the pods. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Confident is probably the wrong word, but I'm content. Yeah, I'm up and about. Um, yeah. I mean, like sort of we've said, the Jets' back line is very dodgy and we, we made uh, sure that we capitalised on that with the two goals. Um, and, yeah, I mean, defensively, I think we looked pretty good. You know, they had a few chances last 15 minutes. It was a bit scary, but... Like I said, you know, sort of earlier, we held out, um, and the truth will will be when we start to play some of these better sides. You know, I you know I think the Jets will be okay this season, but there's definitely better sides in the comp, and they've got work to do. Like that, I think they'll get better than they are now. They, I think defensively, they I yeah. thought they were pretty awful at certain times, especially a couple of moments that we could focus on. Yeah. But um, they'll come good a little bit from that. Um, but very encouraging, I thought, and um, showed that we can have some depth got us into some selection headaches or Monty for some selection headaches. So, yeah, something that lots to look forward to. We'll be a competitive side, I think. Dylan Wilson also asks, after seeing that game, how are we going to do this season? First, grand final. Easy, double. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I think I already said what about, shit A are going to be the... What about the treble? Premiers. Cup. Cup premiers, Grand final? I'm never predicting that again. Didn't end up so well last time. Why not? What, what could go wrong? Uh, that was the start of the Tony Wormsley era last time I predicted that. So. The age of mediocrity is over. <laughs> Come on. Oh, stop already. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, and uh, Brendan Hodges on Instagram asks, why hasn't Muller featured yet? Also, he's loving the weekly pods. Injured. Another one of our millions and millions of fans. Uh, yeah, injured. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it took a bit of a knock, a uh, bit of a tweak in preseason. So ankle was it? Uh, hamstring. It was hamstring. Hamstring. I can't remember if Monty said it's exactly few, what it was. But. A few scans, but um, yeah, obviously Monty's no need to rush him in. No. And Jordan Purcell, uh, Purcell Creative on Instagram. If you could have taken one Jets player and added them to the Mariners squad over the weekend, who would it be? Oh, that's controversial. But easy. None of them. Yeah, none of them. <laughs> um, it's got to be Pena. Of course. Yeah. yeah. By far the best player. By far. going to say Jordan Elsie so I assume I can go in double pegs in the warm-up. <laughs> Jordan Elsie. And then and then Den Hall starts. It all, it's all coming up. Now. <laughs> Jordan Elsie. He was like a Clydesdale chasing the thoroughbred, isn't he? <laughs> 
clonk, clonk, clonk. <laughs> well, at least he was better than Jim in the turnstile. <laughs> that's, that's good. I like that. Over to the ccmfans.net forum, P. Jennings asks, who do you guys think will go overseas next? This is a good question. Um, uh, I'd say Ruan, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I actually think, I mean, January is not that far away, so maybe it won't happen, but um, it is. Fair. No. Can I rudely say <laughs> Marco Aranya when he plays for Costa Rica? It's <laughs> <laughs> good from you. Who uh, has the annual leave booked in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he scores for Costa Rica, sorry. Yeah. I think um yeah, no, I think Tong as well. I think RT. Big chance. Mm. I don't want I don't want any, I don't want anyone to go. Surprise, I don't want anyone to go. Please Agree. stay. Mm. Please stay. Mm. Not yet. After we win the treble. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, LG on the ccmfans.net forum asks, is Goddard still carrying a bit of a knock? Uh, he had some great touches but looked a bit tired in transition. I think that's the case. He wasn't expecting to start. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think we you know, I think we got a decent 60 minutes or so out of him. Mm. Um, still round one. so Yeah, still round one, still getting used to it. Um, and, yeah, I think he, he cops an absolute beating in the first 20 minutes. <laughs> so he might have been a bit sore. Monty said that, didn't he? That he wasn't expecting to start so. him. Um, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Scott Mack on the forum asks, have we been too hard on Storm Roo after this game? Was it just a scummer's number 10 having a good game or do we actually have a pace issue down the right-hand side? Yeah, Storm, I mean, Storm's not the quickest mm, no. player going around. Um, I mean, Daniel Pena definitely had a good game. Mm. Best player by mile. Uh, I think I've been kind to Storm. <laughs> I, think, I think a few people haven't been, but I think, yeah. I think he was okay. He was fine. I said I had mixed feelings about his return, but I I was encouraged that he was okay. I, I, I think if he can improve on that and keep improving, then I'll find that I'm happy with that. So, yeah, Lewis has to work hard to try and get that position off him. And we have Actually, I just thought of this now. Noel Smith, any word on him? Still... Hmm. He's got a five for his spot. Squad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good not bloke ahead of him at the moment. I tell you. Not getting in over Farrell. Farrell's yeah. just jumped in, well, yeah. in front of the, jumped in front of the queue to start. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that ties in with True Believer's question on the forum as well. Um, obviously, we had Dan Hall coming in and covering left back when Farrell was uh, out of gas. Do we have a lack of left-footed players, do you think? Um, you know, if, if Benny Ancololo picks up a knock uh, ahead of the Wollongong game, who comes in for him, for example? If Farrell has to take a break, who comes in for him? Uh, Hatchie's left-footed. Yep. Yep. I would... I actually think Dan Hall is naturally left-footed too. Mate, Dan can do anything. Um, <laughs> Super Dan. Well, I think it actually ties into another question a little bit sort of further down, but um, apparently Benny did actually hurt his ankle at the end of the game there. we I, I thought he was just wasting time. I thought, yes, he's learning. Nice mm. and quick. Wee oui, oui. <laughs> wee. Oui, wee, oui, yeah. Um, but apparently he did hurt his ankle and it wasn't great at full time. So... Let's say, worst case, he misses this weekend. I would put Hatchie on at left wing. That's fair. Straight swap. Yep. Straight swap for me. I mean, so I can play out there as well. He can. Yep. yep. And in answer to the question, I think we've got quite a few lefties. We we just spoke of Noah Smith. 
Yep. Um, we've obviously got Jacob Farrell, yep. um, Ankalolo, yep. Hatchy. Um, Hatchy. Yep. You know, how many left footers? Kai Rolls. How more, many left footers do we need? Probably more left footed players than we've ever had. Yeah, I mean, I could, think, could we think about it? Yeah. Could we, for instance, um, put Dan Hall in next to Ruon, move Rolsey out to um, mm. left back and um, push somebody forward? We've got options there. I mean, I'm not saying that these are the best options. Oh, yeah, yeah, They're yeah. just what we do when we run out of lefties, which I don't be. think we're about to do. Yeah. I think we'll be okay. No, there's no way we're breaking up the the Kai Ruan partnership for any reason. True. Ads on the forum. That was the Enkololo injury update that you touched on there. Uh, Hopefully, we'll have some news over the next couple of days on that one there. Um, Ankle was a bit iffy. Iffy, yeah. Yeah. Stephen on Twitter asks, uh, I've got a four-hour drive home from Canberra on Friday. Can we please make this winning pod go for four hours while we're having a red-hot crack at it? We are doing our best, Stephen. I can tell you right now. It is currently after eight o'clock on it Tuesday. Is. It's it's getting very late, very did late anyone, hours. Did anyone bring breakfast with us? <laughs> Coast Football Ramble uh. will be followed by the Today Show tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> Sunrise, yeah. Coast Football Ramble, 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 Ramble. <laughs> Reese Hall on Twitter asks, uh, does anyone get benched when Matty Simon returns? Uh, regardless, it looks like there's finally some attacking depth. Yeah, somebody, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I think we touched on that. It's yeah. impossible to pick at the moment. Who'd be a coach? Uh, <laughs> Patty on Twitter. Has Jacob Farrell emptied his back pocket from Sunday or does he still have that Greek flop diving around in there? <laughs> uh, I like that. Good good question. <laughs> we'll have to go and ask Pat the kit man if he found anything yeah. in there. Uh, and a man's view 92, what does Dan Hall need to do to get a starting spot? I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it. change clubs. <laughs> oh, no. Get out of it. <laughs> I mean, I mean yeah, I know, he I know. he is of a league of quality, I truly believe. Mm. Um, and, I mean, he has to fight for this spot in this squad at the moment. He's We've got, got two absolutely really good centre-backs um, that are playing really well. And until they drop in form, until possibly Ruan goes overseas, as, as per your predictions, mm. um, he's going to find it very hard to get into the side. I'm going with no and no to both of your responses. <laughs> no. <laughs> because what no. he has to do is he has to do what Lewis is doing and he has to adapt to what might be his chances. So he has to be a right back. He has to be a left back. He has to do exactly what Trent Sainsbury did, exactly what Alex Wilkinson did a thousand years ago and, um, you know, do the best that he can in the positions that he's offered and he will force his way in in the same way as Wilco did, Sainsbury did and Lewis could. And and uh, Dan could so yeah I, I think and I think he can do it. Um, he you know might take a little bit of luck for that moment to come, but um, when it does, if he grabs it with both hands, then he could well be a replacement that we're going. Well, no, we can't bring back in Rolsey. No, we can't mm. bring back in Ruan um, because Dan's there. So hundred percent, still got is. two years left on his contract here, and uh, I think we'll see him as a starting centre back. During that time, we've only seen what he he can he can do when he's starting out. We haven't seen what he can do when he start, you know hits the ground and is running. So, yeah, much more to come, I reckon, from Dan. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble podcast. Look at this! Look at this! Look at it! Look at! Look at! Look at! Look at! Look at! Looking ahead to this weekend as we travel down to Wellingong to take on the Fire Chickens once again. Um, this will be an interesting one. I haven't really seen too much of them in preseason, obviously. Um, so don't really know what to expect. 
I didn't see the game that was on after hours. No, I, no didn't see, I didn't watch it um, either, yeah. Neither did anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> it's about three people, I think. Oh, there were, yeah, there were those other six people. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they're quite well set up. Talo's a quality coach. Well, that's, um, that's, yeah, that's a given, I think, with, with anyone that's coached by Talo. Yeah, they're going to be 100%. hard to break down. I, I, yeah. I would say I'm confident after the win. I'm feeling another win. I'm, I'm actually quietly confident. But I, it won't be easy because Wellington will give us a good challenge. It's a good hunting ground for us, Wollongong Stadium. I put Wellington this season in the same boat as Newcastle, attacking sort of like four or five, mm. good. Mm. Defensively, not so. A little bit sketch because, I mean, you know, they lost uh, Long Taylor, Taylor yep. on the eve of the season in weird circumstances. <laughs> um and I mean, you look at the lineup. They started with against Macarthur. They had Wayne Hooper, Piscopo, Ball, Rufa, and Lewis as their front six, which is quite pretty decent. Piscopo, if he can continue last season's Piscopo form, he'll be a problem. One of the better young players in the league, in my opinion. Hamed's a um, bit of a loss, though. He is. Yes. He is. But then you got Hooper. Then you got. So I mean, it's you really, you know, so you. Losing one striker and you're bringing in, a, you know, another guy that's got plenty of experience. Um, that feels possibly that sp- a bit too feels much experience, spot. but maybe, maybe feels feels that spot pretty well, I think. And but you look at the back line, McGarry, Laws, Payne, and Elliot. It's a pretty young back line, pretty inexperienced. Besides Payne, um, I would put them in a similar boat to Newcastle. I think. Hmm. Didn't watch the game, but um, a one-all draw, was it, against the Lambs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, not absolutely sure that that, that inspires me with their um, abilities. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be tipping us for sure, and um, I think we're good for it too. Um, and um, if Benny, 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 Benny has um, <laughs> hurt his ankle, then there's the spot that um, we've just freed up for Niz and Simo to come back in. Sorry. Absolutely. Score predictions, Luke. Uh, um, 1-0 loss Josh I'm going to stick to my prediction which came true I'm going to say 2-1 us again <laughs> what? Monty homecoming 2-0 <laughs> us yeah, I like it. I was going to say 2 nil us as well. Uh, very much in keeping with the last result down there. Wasn't it 2 nil us? Yeah, let's keep that train so a game, rolling A game on. exactly like that, like last season, would be very nice. What a day that was. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad. Good trip down on the party bus. Speaking of which, if you haven't booked your seat already, head to ccmariners.com.au or call the club on whatever their phone number is. Uh, pretty sure. <laughs> Uh, which is also on the Four, website. Four three five three three seven two double zero. Yeah, something like that. Well played. Um, Maybe. <laughs> and get your seat on board the party bus or the premium bus, whatever you choose. Party bus is always better, but um, and the away bay is in a different position to what we're normally used to, which is, is unfortunate. We're not going to be fifty thousand feet in the air, unfortunately, with a roof over our heads. But we will be nice and close to the action uh, on Saturday. It is Saturday, isn't mm-hmm. it? You yeah. beauty. Uh, so get around that, and uh, we'll see you all down there. I think that's about it from us this week, isn't it? That has to be it. Well, we, will. <laughs> we will. We will pod. It's for six hours. It's been, I, I hope it's been happy, 84 Stephen. years. I hope you're happy, pod, We will pod before the following Wollongong game, won't we? Yeah, we'll what? be podding again twice next yes. week. Yeah. Two pods next week. Oh, you guys are so spoiled. You get, get around 10 hours of content. Get, it's we get love us in your ears. Yeah, get us in your ear holes. 
the Coast Football Ramble. Get us in your ear holes. That is it from us once again this week. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We love you so dearly. Uh, and we'll see you down the gong. Gong away. Gong away. Let's do, Let's it. do it, baby. And uh, we'll catch you down there. Love you. See ya. Bye. What is Ooh. going on, Marvin? Five, Marvin five, has five, five questions, questions for us. Well, Marvin, you, firstly, uh, most importantly, welcome to the Coast Football Ramble podcast. So excited for you to be making your debut on the pod with us this afternoon. You have five questions for us. That we're slightly unprepared for. <laughs> this is a shock. <laughs> we did not see this Hello. coming. <laughs> We've been told, um, yeah, nothing about this, actually. Absolutely smash oh. me, um, but uh, well, you know, it's Marvin. Marvin does what Marvin wants. Left hanging squared. He's pretty tall. He's yes, a unit, he is. isn't he? Yeah. yeah. So we were, we were talking during the week about how much of a unit Lewis Miller is and Benny and Cololo, and then Marvin. Whew, he's hit the gym. Do you reckon he might be on the on the peds? Well, yep. certainly it's having an impact on his back end. I, I, I momentarily thought it could have been Hacho with that back, with that barge ass. <laughs> with that derriere. <laughs> Sorry, Hacho. Derriere. We love um, you. Good old Hacho <laughs> foul. <laughs> Memories. Marvin's on the peds. On the peds. <laughs> now what do we do? I'm in shock. Yeah. We can't top that, can we? I don't well, know how we recover go, from that. Let's go home. <laughs> yeah, we're done. Well, that's it See from us. <laughs>